0: Welcome back to Undeveloped, I'm Jake, and today I'm actually alone, because it is, first of all, 11.40 at night, second of all, I'm also quarantined, so I can't really have anyone else on the uh, set of the podcast, I guess, not really a set, it's just in the middle of my room with a bunch of blankets and stuff around me, but you know what I mean, so I am alone today, and so I thought I would take advantage of this time, just you, me alone, you know. <sighs> kind of cute, kind of cute, and get a little personal about my life and like not too personal but enough so I wanted to go way back to elementary school uh, I was always a little chubbier in middle school or elementary school and I like <clears throat> I didn't really notice because I was a kid so I had a good amount of friends I loved magic tricks I'd ride my bike all the time I just had a really slow metabolism so I gained weight really quick and so throughout elementary school I kind of just like surfed off the wave of like it doesn't matter, like, no one really cares, but then I got into middle school, and I always wanted to fit in and be, like, one of the popular kids for some reason, I don't know, that's overrated as fuck, but (laughs) I just really wanted to, so I was like, you know, I'm gonna join the football team, well, I did that because I love football, but I thought that would help, you know, and I was like, "Uh, I don't know, I just want to fit in, and so I never wanted anyone to know that I was fat, and so I was like, I don't know, in seventh grade, I weighed 200 pounds, so I don't know what I weighed in between, but... That's just, like, a rough estimate. And so I would always wear these really baggy sweatshirts and, like, really big shorts because I was just always scared that people would judge me if they saw my, like, real body weight, I guess, which is very, uh, I don't know the words, just, like, stupid of me because no one really gives a shit, and if they do, fuck them because, like, who gives a shit how much you weigh? And in the end, it doesn't matter as long as you're healthy and you're happy, but, yeah, throughout middle school I always wore the baggy sweatpants and stuff and I always try to fit in. And then all of a sudden, in like eighth grade, towards the end of eighth grade, I've realized like I don't care what people think, but I just wanna be happy with my in my own skin. I wanna be happy about myself. I wanna I don't know, I just wanna like be healthier. So right then and there I was like, I'm gonna change my life and so I bought this D V D called um P ninety X and it was the thirty minute version and that was probably the best thing that ever happened to me because I was like, I really want to change now. And I was doing, like I said, I was played football my entire life, and I'll get into that more later. And I was doing the seven-on-seven stuff, and usually I was an O-lineman, but I was like, you know what, I want to do seven-on-seven. Seven-on-seven football, if you don't know, is like there's a QB and then like six other wide receivers, and you all run different routes, and you're just like, there's a defense, which is the other seven people, and it's really fun. And so I was doing that, and there was only like three other linemen there. The rest were like really good wide receivers. So I was like, oh, I feel like it'll fit in. And there was this coach who was joking around with us, and he made a joke. He was like, some kid was like, I'm ready to go home and drink some chocolate milk or something like that. And the coach jokingly goes, oh, you're fat, blah, blah, blah. Like, being an asshole, I don't know. <laughs> and the guy's like, no, I got girls. And then the coach goes, you'll never get girls if you're fat. And he just like, I don't know, that just stuck with me. I was like, I know it's not true, but like I don't want to be that guy that's overweight. If I know I could do something, I don't have an excuse, like some a lot of other people do. Like I have all the opportunities there, so I bought the DVD. P ninety X would one hundred percent recommend. If you want to borrow it, I will let you borrow it. I don't really, I can't really use it because my broken hand right now. But it's a beautiful tutorial, I guess, and it gets you to want to do it. I hung up like a little poster and did it day by day. It was a lot of fun. And so I got into that, I went to the gym every day, I started doing weights. I remember when I first went to the gym, uh, I had this like trainer dude for the first couple of days, I was like my Hanukkah gift, because uh, I really wanted to get into shape. And so the trainer taught me how to do bench, and when I first went on, I could barely do the bar, because I was really weak, and I like the balance is off, so I was like, oh man, I'm never going to get there, but the dude's like, no, you will get there. So I'm going to the gym, I'm doing everything I want, and I finally start to see results, and it was like the greatest feeling ever. And once you start seeing results, it just like motivates you even more. I started this, I've never been really good at diets, but I started this really awesome, it's not a diet, but way of eating where I would just stop snacking. I would just eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And that's my biggest advice for someone who wants to lose weight in a healthy manner. Diet's going to be great and all, but after like a week, you'll be like, "Mm, I don't really want to do this anymore. And then you'll fall back in your old ways even worse. Even harder, you'll start eating a bunch of junk food and shit. And it's just... It never works out unless you're really committed. So if you cut out snacks, eat breakfast, some eggs, lunch, whatever. I had like chicken, a lot of chicken and then dinner, which is like another chicken dinner or steak or something. Once you cut out the sugar that you are eating from those snacks, you no longer get the cravings after about like a week. And so you'll be loving life because you will not be hungry anymore <clears throat> until like lunch and then you'll eat lunch and you'll be good. I, sometimes I couldn't, I wouldn't even want to eat dinner because I was so like, I was just full. I didn't want the food. I would force myself to do it because I'm not trying to lose weight unhealthily. Is that a word? (laughs) I don't know. I was trying to do it the right way. So anyway, so diet, I guess, proper eating, and I just kept going at it. And I ended up losing over 50 pounds. I went from 200 pounds to 150 pounds. And then I gained 15 pounds back in muscle. And I went into my freshman year of high school at Carnal Gibbons. And I don't know, I just, I've never felt better in my own skin. I felt fucking terrific. I was walking around like a new man. I didn't, I was still wearing sometimes sweatshirts just because of Cardinal Gibbons dress code. I didn't really want to show off. I don't know. And then I joined wrestling and that was probably the greatest decision of my life because I always played football and I loved football. I played all throughout middle school. I played my freshman year and I really loved it. But I don't know. When I joined the wrestling team, it was a funny story. There was this kid. He weighed 106 pounds, maybe less. That was his weight class. He probably weighed like 98 pounds. And he goes, hey, Jake, you should come out to do wrestling. And at this time, I weighed 170, I think, because I would I'd lost 150 going into my freshman year, gained 10 pounds in muscle-ish, and then I started gaining a little bit of the weight back because I just, I don't know, I just was being stupid and was kind of heavy bulking, I guess. And so he goes, yeah, let me show you, uh, let me get you to wrestle. And I was like, nah, I don't know. I really just want to focus on football. And he goes, no, trust me. You'll enjoy it. And so he brings me in there. And he, keep in mind, he's a 100 pounds, if that. And he goes, let's wrestle. I go, dude, I really don't want to hurt you. You weigh nothing. I, am, I got 70 pounds on you. He goes, no, no, trust me. So we shake hands to wrestle. He picks me up in this crazy move and throws me onto my stomach. And I knocked the wind out of me. And I couldn't breathe for like a minute. And I was like, holy fuck. And he goes, yeah, that's wrestling for you, baby. So I was like, shit, I'm definitely going to fucking join this. So I joined it. I ended up losing another 10 pounds of like the fat. And I was just starting to gain a lot of muscle. So I was really happy with myself. And I don't know. It was just a great experience. So that's my weight loss experience. I now weigh 160 pounds. I've wrestled for the last four years of high school. The season just ended, sadly. But... I'm thinking of wrestling in college, in a club. That would be a a lot of fun. I really enjoy it. This year, I actually just got a lot better. I'm not the best. There's t- definitely more dominant people than me in my weight class, but I went from my sophomore and junior year when we went to regionals, I went 0-2 and never won a tournament my entire season. And then this year, I actually started to dedicate myself to the sport. I won... I got second in one tournament, third in two tournaments, and then I went undefeated on a team tournament, and then I went, I think it was three and two at regionals, which it's not like the best, but I don't know, it's improvements, so I was very happy with it. So I really want to keep that, uh, that uh, improvement trek going into college. I really think it would be a lot of fun. So that's like my main hobby right now is just practicing wrestling moves and doing all that stuff. And I don't know. But I wanted to go back to football I'm sorry I'm jumping all over the place I'm trying to I'm having a hard time thinking of what I'm doing but football has always been a big hobby in my life and just my favorite sport not as much now but throughout my beginning of my um my upbringing I guess I had a lot of anger issues and I still do but I like have ways like wrestling to get them out but I've always had really bad anger issues and I get it from my dad and so I'd always like take it out, like, not, like, fighting people, like, oh, screw you, but it'd be like, oh, let's fight, and I'll, like, punch you, I was just always a dick, I was always the kid in middle school that would punch you in the dick, I was just an asshole, you can ask Jello or any of them, I would always punch you in the dick, I don't do that anymore, I promise, I was a dick, but I always had a lot of aggression, so I went and played football, and, let me tell you, that was, I loved it, because I was always the bigger kid, like I said, so they would put me on O-line, and I would block the shit out of people, I'd always get double teamed, it was just a lot it was a lot of fun i I don't know I feel like I did really good and one day there is we had this really big game I don't it was pop Warner and this newscaster came and he was he always recorded the games like throughout the country, I guess, and he would make them funny like he would give the kids nicknames and make it look like an NFL game when it was actually just a bunch of kids playing football and so he came to one of our games and recorded it. And he gave me the nickname because I was blocking. He, my last name is Berlin. He gave me the nickname, the Berlin Wall. And that nickname stuck with me all throughout my middle school, high school, everything career. And I've always kept that. Like, that's that's a special place in my heart. You know, it's my it's my football nickname. So I played football. And I don't know. I get injured a lot. We've gone over that in a lot of the other podcasts. But my first ever injury that was really like, shit, what's going on? was I was playing in a practice and we were playing Oklahoma drills where you pretty much lay down <clears throat> and then you run at each other. And we used to do it. It used to be, now it's illegal to just sprint at each other. Now you have like a QB and pads, but you used to literally just sprint at each other. And I was I was supposed to go against this really small kid. And then I the kid in front of me had to tie his shoe and he was going against a really big kid. And so I was like, fuck, whatever, tie your shoe. So I go in, and the dude lifts me, like hits me so hard, I fly off the ground, I land on my head, and I black out. I got a really severe concussion, so I was out for most of the season. And, I don't know, that took a toll on me because I was like, wow, injuries like this exist? And so that was kind of the downhill spiral of me getting injuries. I've gotten like three or four concussions now, like two or three of which from football, one of them from longboarding, just a bunch of dumb shit. I'm very (laughs) susceptible to damage. I wouldn't survive a day on the battlefield, I guess. But, um, so yeah, when I was playing football, we used to have these little meetings before the season started to get your pads. So you'd meet up on the field and this is probably the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to me. That's why I'm bringing it up. Cause like I said, I want to get personal and it's just a really funny fucking story. So I was, at this field thing, and we had to try on our pads, and you, you got your helmet, your shoulder pads, and you got the pants with the pads on them. And so we were trying them on, and I don't know, I was really young. I don't know how old I was, but I was stupid, and that was the first time I ever went commando. And, you know, that means I wasn't wearing any underwear. So, I get, I go, and they go, alright, um, put on your pants. So, I don't know how I did it, but I put my pants on without people realize, seeing me get butt naked, and I don't know how I did it. I think I was just being stupid. And on the pants that they give you, there's a giant, like, spot where, like, you have to tie it, and it's a really big gap where you have to tie it. And so I go, Dad, can you tie it? And I turn around, and one of the coaches sees my dick just hanging out of my pants. And I was like a little kid, and nothing, I wasn't packing heat. <laughs> and so they all, he gets all the coaches around, and they all just start laughing at me. And, like, they weren't being, like, mean. They were just, like, laughing with me because I was, like, embarrassed and I was laughing. And, dude, it was bad. I was, like, I went home and I was, like, I'm never playing football again. I showed my dick to everyone. It was awful. But that's probably the worst thing that's happened with me for football. I had a really fun with football in high school. My freshman year, I played D-line. I had fun with it. Sophomore year, continued on the D-line. Didn't really start. Well, no, sophomore year, I actually did start. I uh did a lot of JV, it was JV, so it's not a big deal, but I made a lot of plays, it was a lot of fun. Junior year, I came out, and they didn't start me because I was not as big, I was losing the weight still, and so I didn't end up going out for my senior year, I just focused on wrestling, and like I said, it worked out for me, so I was very happy with that, <laughs> but yeah, that's where my uh, football journey ends, and I don't know, just new beginnings like wrestling and new friendships I guess with more time for football like my girlfriend I have a girlfriend named Kavita and we've been dating for almost two years or I wouldn't say like a year a little more than a year and a half and it's been amazing it's been a a wild ride we've had our ups and downs but overall it's been really great my advice for having a girlfriend in high school is if you like there's different people if you want to be the guy that is bounces from girl to girl no judgment there um, just do you do you just do whatever is gonna make you happy but on the real having a girl is a lot of fun someone to just talk to whatever someone to fall back on if you're having a bad day so I would definitely recommend getting a girlfriend I've been dating her all throughout junior and all throughout senior year and it's just it makes it a lot more stressful or a lot less stressful my bad um, yeah it makes it a lot less stressful for you in the long run cuz you have something to help you with homework and stuff so relationships Definitely are key in high school. A lot of other things I wanted to get into for high school is, um, advice for college apps. And I know, like I said, I am jumping around right now, but I don't know. I just want to give different perspectives. So, I'm a senior in high school, and when I was becoming a senior, everyone's like, yeah, college apps are coming out. You're gonna die. It's the worst experience of my life. I have to do a thousand essays. And they were stressing me the fuck out. I was like, I don't want to do this, please, like, can someone do my college essays for me? I'm just kidding, I never said that, I knew I had that. I knew it was going to suck, but everyone hyped it up, this one sophomore in college told me, she's like, you should get it started a year in advance, start writing your essays, it takes forever, and so I was stressed, and me being the dumbass I am, I waited till the last minute, and let me tell you guys, Not the worst thing I ever did. The college essays are not that bad. And I hate to be the bearer of bad news. They're just not. Everyone's going to hate on me for that. They're going to say, it was the worst moment of my life. But it's really not that bad. I had friends that couldn't hang out for weeks because they had to do their college essays. But, like, I don't know what they were doing. I applied for 10 colleges. And the way I did it is I wrote one. I spent, like, I sat down for an hour I wrote a really long essay, I think it was like, not even that long, it was only like 600 words, about my weight loss journey. I used a lot of boofy ass metaphors and similes and shit, made it sound very illiterate, you know what I mean? And I kept doing it, I edited it a little, and then I sent it out to like four or five people to get it edited, and they sent back reviews and stuff, and they helped me like, I sat down for another hour, finished up all the editing, and that was my main essay. And then you use Common App if you are at this part of the journey yet for your your education, I guess. Common App is a little app. You just put in all your details, put in your essay, and then you can send it off to colleges. And that's how easy it is. It's really simple. And so I put that main essay on there, boom, bada, bing. And then I realized, shit, you have to do smaller essays for each college. And so I was like, oh, that's probably where everyone's like, it's awful. Get ready to die. I had to write 50 essays. So I looked at the 10 colleges I applied for, and only about seven, or like six or seven of them actually had long ass, or essays they needed. And all of the questions were very similar. They were like, why do you want to go to the college? And why, why do you want to do, pursue this? Like, I said engineering, why do you want to pursue what you want to pursue? And so I was like, why don't I act smart, smarter, not harder? So I wrote one essay. I really love AppState, I love AppState because the weather's nice and the education and the classes are small and I love engineering blah 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 and then I took that template and I got rid of the AppState, I put blah 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 all the different colleges, made sure it looked good and then I sent it to each of the seven or eight colleges with the same template just different school name and then maybe a little fact. That they, like, if, uh, let's say App State, I don't know what they're good at. What if they, they might have a, sm- they have a smaller campus, I guess. So I could say, I really love a tight-knit campus. I really love meeting new people and I love the cold weather. Put that little snippet at the middle of the essay. Send it off. Took me about one day of like three hours of work and I had turned in nine or ten colleges and I got accepted to nine out of, the, or eight out of the ten, which I think is pretty good. They weren't all crazy hard colleges, but, like, I got into state engineering, um, which is, I don't know. I'm very happy about that. If you didn't know, I actually, I don't know. (laughs) I'm just really excited about it because I've always wanted to go to state. So, I I mean, it works. That's my advice for the application part. The, um, just getting through high school, that's another thing. I don't know who's listening to this podcast. I'm just making it because it's a shit ton of fun over this Shitty ass virus break. And I don't know. I just been sitting here like, what to do, what to do? I don't know what to do. And then I'll come back and be like, Oh, why don't I make a podcast? So I made this podcast. I've been having a lot of fun. The beginning was a lot more fun in my opinion, just because I was able to have people, but I know it'll work out. And so coming back to this every day and just letting my thoughts out is a lot of fun. And so I don't know who's really listening, but I'm gonna give advice throughout my high school career just because it's something to talk about, and I feel like it could be a little interesting and helpful. So, my freshman year of high school, I went to a Catholic school. And it was it was private, and it was very expensive. And I just went because my brother went there. And private school kids are very different. They're very uh, to themselves, I guess. Like, if you're not in that clique, you're not in that clique. They will not talk to you. They're very exclusive. And so, I dealt with that. I got into a couple groups at that school. It was a lot of fun. Um, but, like, every weekend, I'd come home. And I would just have no one li- no one live near me from Cardinal Gibbons. So I would just hang out with the kids from Green Hope, which I go now. So that's why I transferred, but I'll get into that. So your freshman year, you really want to focus on the academics. Because I've talked to hundreds of people, or not uh, hundreds, like 30 people. And they've all said, like, oh, fuck everything. Fuck sophomore, fuck junior, fuck senior year. I have to build my GPA back up from the ground. Because they all didn't try freshman year. They thought it was a joke. They got C's, D's, even F's. Some people failed their classes. And they're like, it's fine. It's freshman year. It's the first year. But guys, when I say it is crucial that you focus on your freshman year, it is. like You don't need all A's. You can get a C. But I would go for A's and B's to set your GPA on the right path. That's my personal advice as a senior in high school. It I got all A's my freshman year and it made the rest of high school a little more easy breezy cuz your freshman year you're not really not really there for the experience I guess that's going to more come your sophomore junior or senior year you're there to get an education and get a grounding of the school and your surroundings so take in the school aspect of your freshman year don't really focus on parties and shit cuz you'll get to more of that throughout your high school so that's the biggest thing with freshman year get good grades meet friends don't worry if you don't have a lot of friends freshman year your friend group will sprout throughout high school so after freshman year i moved to greenhope i didn't move my house but i moved schools had made a whole new groups of friends over the summer and i was like ready and sophomore year really wasn't that bad i only took one ap because i was only allowed to take one ap i had to take a couple extra courses because i transferred but overall it wasn't bad That was the first year I actually started meeting a lot of people and going out and having fun and experiencing the high school experience. And like, to be honest, it was a lot of fun. I soaked everything in. I soaked in the high school experience. And that's the biggest piece of advice I can give you for sophomore year. Still focus on the education aspect. Always focus on the education. That's why you're there. But when you're this age and you're like a teen, I guess I sound, I guess that sounds cheesy. You really want to enjoy it because this is the. Time for me to be looking back at when we're older like i said it sounds cheesy as fuck but that's what i always think i'm like okay when i'm older do i want to look back and be like yeah i got good grades i was successful but i also had a great time doing it made a lot of new friends so that's what i loved about sophomore year i was starting to sprout into the person i am i started finding my personality meeting new people it was just a shit ton of fun so after your sophomore year you go to junior year and i'm sorry to say guys junior year fucking sucks there's no way around it. You're going to be taking the bulk of your APs. You're going to have to get, build your GPA up and you will start loving the weekends. Cause sophomore year and freshman year, a little bit, you can hang out after school if you're not too busy. You're not doing too many sports because the education aspect is not that hard. But junior year, you really need to focus up and just do what you got to do and then wait till the weekends to see your friends. It's, it sucks, but it's only one year and Like I'm about to talk about, senior year is the fucking best. At least my senior year has been a blast and very slight. So after your junior year, just get that shit over with. Move on, easy breezy. Not really, (laughs) just just do it, I guess. You'll make it through, trust me. Everyone has a shitty junior year, but you'll build more friendships. They will become more tight-knit, your friend group, because you'll be seeing each other on the weekends, and everyone is living the same high school life except for a couple outcasts you're all going through the hard part of junior year so everyone's looking forward to the weekends and that's where the best party moves and best friend group moves i guess come together because you're really excited to hang out with each other and then you guys have a lot of fun on the weekend so definitely look forward to that and then you got the sophomore or i mean the junior summer going into senior year that's a lot of fun Trust me, you you guys will start to be able to drive. It's something to look forward to throughout your junior year is the summer. Uh, it was probably my best summer. I don't, I don't know. I had a lot of fun, personally. So definitely look forward to that. And then you'll get into your senior year. And this is where I have... I don't know. My senior year has been very different because I had first semester, took two AP or an AP. Pretty... V- it was very easy breezy. I literally slept in half my classes. I got one i didn't do good in my ap because i did slack because like i said in a previous podcast senioritis is the biggest bitch you'll ever meet you will not have any motivation to do anything it's i don't know it's the craziest craziest experience like there's no way to put it in words i have no motivation or i had no motivation to do anything even the stuff i love like go to the gym i just didn't have very much motivation the only motivation i had might have been a little skewed for me because I was focused so much on wrestling, like I said. That was the only motivation I had. I worked day and night to get where I was, so maybe that was it. That's why my senioritis hit so hard, but it hit hard as a motherfucker. So that's something you need to be ready for, I guess. Even the smartest kids I know get it, but you can still work through it. So first semester's over for my senior year, and then I come to my second semester. I'm having fun, and then boom, this fucking coronavirus comes and dicks it down. I literally, I'm not going to be in school until May 15th, which is absurd. That's like two months. Uh, We're going to be doing online school, I guess, but the grades don't count. It's like a pass-fail system, I guess, I've been told. And so I really don't know what's going on. But I'm kind of just living my best life. Like right now, like I said, I can't leave. So I've just been working on this podcast. I made a shelter around me (laughs) for the perfect audio. It still has some work to do, but I'm very excited about it. I'm hoping to get it bigger the podcast because i've been really having fun with it i've been last podcast i did online calling not through zoom but through this app called zencaster and i used it you like send the link to someone they get it they put on a mic and you can just talk and then it downloads the mp3s you drag the mp3s into audacity which is a free program that i use to actually make the podcast and then boom you're done you just edit the audio So that actually intrigues me. I actually kind of want to, I know this might not be interesting, but I kind of want to talk about the process of making a podcast. I know this isn't some hotshot production. This isn't the greatest thing you've ever heard, but it's a lot of fun. And during this quarantine time, I feel like you guys could have some fun trying to make your own type of thing, maybe some videos. I don't know. So what gave me the idea is I was laying in bed before the actual quarantine and I was like, Man, I've just been watching Netflix and playing Xbox the last couple of weeks. I'm so fucking bored. I have nothing to do. And so I went downstairs to my mom. And I was like, Mom, I don't know what my hobbies are. Can you just throw some, spitball some ideas and maybe we can figure out what I can do? So she goes, you can help make a fireplace in the backyard. So I was like, bet. I'll definitely work on that. I'll do some research. I'm still working on that. i got to buy the supplies. And then I was like, I've always wanted to be a YouTuber. I don't know why. I used to always walk around my house, and when I was really bored, I'd be like, back on YouTube, today I... And I'll just recap my day, so I'd be like, back on YouTube, today I went to the toilet, I did this and that and this. I was a weird kid, but I always did that because I've always wanted to be a YouTuber or an influencer, I guess. Not really, I don't want to be an influencer, I just want to, like, have a platform to talk to. And so I used to try to be a YouTuber, I bought all this equipment, the mic that I'm using right now. The um, adapter for the mic, which is very helpful. I can put all that stuff in another video if you guys want all the details. But and then I got this computer for when I was like 13 or 14. So I got all the stuff I needed, and then I heard my voice, and I was like, no, I don't really want to do this. So I was like, no to the YouTube. And so when I was talking to my mom about like what I should do over this, like just boredom, it it snapped to me, and I was like, I should just start a podcast with my best friend Kush Sethi. Why not? That'd be a lot of fun. We have so much to talk about. We can talk forever. And so I was ready to do it. And when I hop on an idea, I like just hop on it. I do it fully. I give it my full undivided attention. I'm kind of like an impulse buyer, I guess. Like If I see something, I'll buy it. If I want to do something, I'll do it. So I jumped on this idea and it kind of mixed with my senioritis because during class every day, I would just be working on everything you needed to make a podcast. And so the first day, the first step I did, I did my research on what podcasts I like, what podcasts I wanted to do. So I just listened to a couple podcasts. I saw, ooh, I like a, like a co a two host type thing where you just talk, you have subjects, you bring up the subjects and then you tell stories. So it's like the twist I want to do is bring up a subject like a story matter and then just keep sharing stories that are pretty funny and interesting back and forth and hopefully get some laughs in, you know? So that was the format I wanted to do. Once I had that down, I had to come up with a name. So me and my friend Alyssa, shout out her, she really helped me out with this name. We brainstormed during class. And I was like, I kind of want to do immature because we're, I don't know, we're teenagers. I want to talk about the high school experience and the funny stories surrounding this time. So I was like immature, let's do that. So then I looked up immature and there's always there's already a couple podcasts called Immature. So I looked up synonyms of immature. And so I was like, young, blah, blah, blah. And then it said undeveloped. And I was like, I really like that. I don't know. It just has a cool ring to it. So I ran that by Kush. He was like, yeah, I love it. So I was like, sweet. So then I started, spent the next couple of days trying to make a logo for it. And I found this app, which I can also link if you guys want for some reason. I don't know why you would. but And it was like a logo maker. And so then I... Messed around with it. I changed the sizes. I add pictures, and I got the beautiful logo, the undeveloped logo with the camera and the like light yellow background. I don't know. It's very pleasing to the eye for me. And so once I once I had the uh, the background, it kind of like it was like a avalanche. You know, once I had started, I was like, oh, I really want to get to it now. So I kept falling down the hill, I guess. And so I made the I I I don't know. Like I said, I'm an impulse buyer. So then I went on Fiverr which is like a freelance app where you can pay people to do stuff like sing because I don't I have no talent. I can't sing. So I paid this random dude to make me a jingle. And that's the jingle you hear in the beginning, like the dude under or underdeveloped. Oh, I, I can't do it. <laughs> and the funny story behind that is I told him to say undeveloped and he cut, took a couple days and he sent the underdeveloped one. And I was like, you know what? It still sounds pretty catchy. Maybe I'll change it in the future. I don't think... I don't really want to. I spent $6 on the fucking jingle. So, I like it. It's catchy. So, I stuck with that. And I was like, okay. So, now it's time to actually make my first podcast. So, me and Kush met up. And we just wrote down a couple subjects to do. And we just started talking. And the software that we use to talk is Audacity. Like I said before, you literally just download it. It's a free program. The... It's so easy to learn. It takes like five minutes. You can look up a YouTube video. There's like five buttons I use. And so, you just click record. You can talk. You can add snippets and download a bunch of stuff. It's really easy. So, we recorded our first episode. I found royalty-free intro music and outro music. And then I put the jingle in there. And boom, it was perfect. I was like, this is really good. But now I have to figure out how to make it to the next level. How do I get this out on like Spotify and stuff? And so I did a lot more research, and I found a app called Anchor. and it's a free program on your computer, your phone, whatever. And you literally just upload the file of the um, what you like the content that you talked about. You upload it to the app, you put a title on it, you put a description of the episode, put episode one, season one. And then you send it, and it sends it to every single podcasting website, like the big ones, and it gets the approval. And so I I have it. My podcast, Undeveloped, is on every program except for Apple Podcasts because they take a shit ton of time to get it approved. It's been like a week and a half, and it's still not approved. But after like 30 minutes of sending it, my podcast was on Spotify. And I don't know, just having like something of your work be on such a large platform that everyone uses... It was really special. It was a lot of fun. And so that kind of inspired me to do more. And within a week, I have 10 episodes. This is the 11th one. And it's just been a shit ton of fun having different guests on, hearing a bunch of different stories. Like Greg came on on one of the episodes, told me a story about how he fell into an ancient temple. Like, what the fuck? I never knew that happened to him. Just hearing all this stuff, it's a lot of fun. I would recommend, it's definitely something to keep you busy during this quarantine time. Um, cause you're just sitting there, you record an episode. This is the first one I've done alone. I tried doing this multiple times, like the last three days and it's failed miserably. I just ran out of content to talk about. I talked about high school and then I went blank. So I'm glad that I'm starting to talk about actually the process of making the podcast cause I can talk about this for hours. And so I know you wouldn't want to hear that. So I'm going to, I'm going to cut it short, but <laughs> anyway, so I do this, I go on, I make the podcast, I where I give the audio for the podcast, I talk for like an hour, 45 minutes, 40 minutes, and then all you gotta do is put it on Audacity, and then you edit out all the gaps, and then you're spending like an hour, or probably less, I usually spend only like 20 minutes editing the actual footage together, and then you spend like 20 minutes writing a description of it, naming it, thinking of it a pretty funny name. Like, the last episode was called Chuck E. Cheese Did 9-11. I thought about that for some reason when I was going to sleep, and I thought that's a pretty funny title. So you get the title of it, bada bing, bada boom, and then you're spending another 20 minutes waiting for it to go on Spotify, and then you can send it to your friends, and we made an Instagram, and it's just been a lot of fun. It's been keeping me busy, and I definitely recommend you guys do it, and anyone that wants to be on the podcast, I don't care who you are, I don't care if I don't know you, just shoot me a text or Snapchat And we can try to do the online thing, because I don't know, I'm just open to hear different stories, any content, you know what I mean? It's a lot of fun. So I would definitely recommend making a podcast, or just do what you want on this break. That's the way I've been looking at it. You have this shitty virus that's going around, and it's awful, don't get me wrong. It's crazy how bad this thing is. But we are being, this is the first time in history that we are being told to stay inside all day and focus on ourselves we need to like take advantage of that. Like if you're, if you've always wanted to get in shape and you're like, Hey, I don't have time. I've been so busy with work and school. We're literally trapped in our house, go out for a run, do some ab workouts on the floor. And I know it's not that easy to start, but once you start, you'll get into it. You'll get in the rhythm. You can do whatever you want. Like I love building. I want to be an engineer at NC state. So me and my mom have been going to Lowe's and buying supplies. I'm going to, Probably build her something outside in the backyard. I don't know. Just, like, take this time to do what you guys want. You can have a glow up. I've seen a lot of people, a lot of girls, cutting off all their hair and dying, or cutting off half their hair and then dying it pink. You know, just explore different stuff. I kind of want to shave my hair off. I'm definitely not going to do it, but, like, that'd be funny. Shave off my hair and grow a, a shitty beard. Like, who cares? We're all trapped in our house. No one, like, there's no judgment, you know? So... I would definitely recommend doing something crazy this break. Like follow, not follow your dreams because I hope your dreams don't involve you sitting in a house doing nothing. But do what you have always wanted to do and you haven't had time. Okay, I'm sorry for going on that tangent about the podcast and about trying to be inspirational. I can't do that shit. But um, I wanted to go back to something more, not really funny, but more laughable, I guess. You can laugh at me and my pain. So, like I said earlier in the podcast, I've been wrestling the last four years of high school. In my sophomore year, I wrestled at Green Hope and I went to regionals. And I went on my first match, I lost my second match, I was losing. And then I jammed my finger into my opponent on my right hand. And then I jammed it in the mat and I got off the mat in so much pain, like a coach. I think I just broke my hand. Like, I just had a feeling I'd never broken a bone, but I had a feeling in the back of my head that. I broke a bone, you know, so I go to my coach. I go, coach, I broke my hand. He goes, no, you didn't. You're being a pussy. And I know that would sound like he's a dick and I love the dude, but he, he's a coach, you know, he's got to be hard. And so he's like, you're just being a pussy. It's just jammed. Don't worry. And I was like, okay, maybe you're right, but I I don't think you are. And then half of the seniors on the team go, you're you're being a pussy. Fuck you. It's just jammed. And they go, coach, it really hurts. And he goes, okay, I'll help unjam them. So he grabs the two fingers on my hand right under the metatarsal that just broke, or over it, and rips my fingers out of the socket and puts them back in to unjam it. A little less harsh than that, but like rips them out and puts them back in. And I'm in so much pain. I'm like freaking out. I'm like, holy shit, that hurts so bad. And so I was like, you know what? He's right. They're just jammed. They just need to heal. The bone's probably bruised or some shit. So I go home, and two days later... My mom comes home from vacation, and I go, Mom, look at my hand. It's puffed up, and she goes, Your hand's broken, dude. You're stupid. And so we get it fixed. I had a cast for a couple months, and that was that. I had a broken hand. And so then a year goes by. We go back to regionals. I don't break my hand. I'm like, oh, the curse is broken. A couple months ago, maybe two months ago, we go back to regionals for my third time, my senior year. It's been almost two years since I broke my hand. I'm on my second match. And I lose, and I'm like, fuck, this sucks. And my fingers start really hurting the same, or like, the same two fingers that he ripped out of the socket two years ago. I go, these really hurt. I think I jammed the shit out of them. So I tape them up, and I come back the next day, and I keep wrestling. I wrestle four or three more matches. And on my last match, my hand just starts killing me. And I'm like, shit, what happened? And so it kind of soothes down. My fingers are fine. I'm like, all right, it's fine. I'm just like, freaking out, so I go into the wrestling room, where all the other wrestlers are, that like, are out, because I had been wrestling for like, four hours, I was tired, I was ready to just chill, and they're playing games, they're playing like, foot tag, like, wrestling version, so you'd like, wrestle each other, and try to like, tag each other, it was weird, and so I was like, you know what, I'm bored of shit, I'll play with you guys, no homo, <laughs> and then go bet, you're it then, and I was like, yeah, sure, so I'm like, ready to wrestle them, and as I'm like, being stupid, I jam my fingers into the mat, And I shoot pain through my hand, and I was like, fuck, what did I just do? So then I sat down, I shook my head, I was like, dude, I just broke my hand again. I know damn well I just broke my hand. But I was also in denial, I was like, there's no way, I was like moving my hand way more than I should have, which was probably very dumb of me, but I was really scared and in denial. So then I went back, I hid it from my coach, I didn't want him to break it even more, and I get home, and I had broken it in the same fucking hand, one metatarsal to the left, and <clears throat> I had to get a cast. And I don't know. I'm just so fucking clumsy and just prone to injury. It just sucks. I've had so many injuries. My hand's finally healing now, which is great. I played volleyball today with my family. You know, the coronavirus bring, bringing together the family. And I hit it with my broken hand, the volleyball. And that shit hurted real bad. I was chilling there like, guys, time out. I can't play right now. So yeah, I just wanted to to do this podcast, just tell you a little more about my life. If you guys want to hear more, I have hundreds of other stories. I thought I would get into the more personal shit first, like the weight loss and the broken bones and just some fun topics like the podcast to try to get you excited. And I hope you guys enjoyed. I had a lot of fun recording this one on my own. First one doing it alone. I feel like it was pretty successful. So thank you for listening and... Check out the other episodes. And actually, before I leave, you guys should check out the Instagram. The tag is undeveloped.podcast. And I'll be posting every time there's a new podcast out, a little photo of it. And then you can shoot me a DM if you want to be on the podcast or, I don't know, just a lot of fun stuff there. So check it out and have a good one.